Hello, and welcome to the Holistic Money Podcast. I'm your host, certified financial planner and money mindset coach, Whitney Morrison. Over the past seven years, I've taken myself from credit card debt and no savings to a seven-figure net worth. I did this without a budget or a restrictive money plan, but instead, smart, sustainable wealth-building strategies combined with changing my relationship with money. In this podcast, you'll learn the ins and outs of my no-budget philosophy, practical wealth-building strategies, and key mindset shifts to make it happen. There is no shortage of information out there to tell you what to do with money, but teaching you how to think and feel about money, that's my secret sauce. If you've been waiting for a podcast that gives you actionable strategies to not only build wealth, but also feel really good while you're doing it, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the Holistic Money Podcast. Today's episode is all about debt. Some of you may already know this about me, but I am in $1.3 million in debt. And if you would have told me seven years ago that I would be in $1.3 million of debt in my mid-30s, I probably would have had a heart attack because I had such a different relationship to debt then than I do today. Today, I use debt all different aspects of my life. I have rental property mortgages. I have a primary mortgage. I have a HELOC, which is a loan that I've taken against my house. I have a car loan and I also have credit cards. So debt is a huge part of my financial strategy. And in this podcast, I really want to talk through all things debt. I'm going to talk through specifically the three ways that you can use debt. I'm going to talk with you about how to start using debt as a tool instead of a weapon against yourself and how to start strategic leverage with debt, because this is how you can actually start to use debt to grow your wealth, which is a huge strategy that most wealthy people use in their financial plans. And so I want to teach you about this. Debt is not bad. Debt is a wonderful tool that as long as you're using it in the way that actually serves you in your future long-term interests, you can very quickly grow your wealth through debt. I know that is exactly what I did. Although it may seem very obvious, I want to start with what is debt. Debt is money that you borrow either from a bank, a private money lender, your mom, your friend. You can borrow money from a variety of different places, but you borrow this money to buy or invest in something today. And depending upon where you borrow the money from, will determine how much you're going to pay for it. Because a bank, for example, they're not just going to give you money for free because they're kind and they love you. Your mom, she may do that for you, right? So depending upon where you're getting borrowed money from determines how much it's going to cost you. With this money that you borrow, right, you're traditionally going to buy or invest in something today. And whatever you are buying or investing in gives you some kind of return. It gives you a return of maybe an emotional return. Maybe you buy something that makes you feel really good. Or maybe it's a financial return. Maybe you invest in something that's going to make you money. Or maybe it's a convenience return. Maybe you buy a car and it makes your life easier because you don't have to walk or hitch rides from friends to get from point A to B. So there are a lot of reasons why we choose to use debt. And the first thing I want all of you to know is that debt is just simply a tool. Debt isn't good. Debt isn't bad. It's just a tool in your financial tool belt. I don't know about y'all, but where I grew up, 
Debt was considered to be off limits. It was a no-no. If we were using debt in our lives, it was because something had gone wrong. My dad was a compulsive gambler, and there were several times in my life growing up that the reason why we had to use debt, whether it was my parents taking a loan against their house or a loan against their 401k, it was because my dad had done something stupid, gambled away a bunch of money, and we had to pay off his gambling debts with a different kind of debt. So the way that I grew up, debt scared the crap out of me. I thought debt was bad. It should be avoided at all cost. And I had no idea that you could actually use debt to grow your wealth and make more money. And in the financial industry, there is Dave Ramsey, and he preaches this no debt philosophy, right? Like pay for your car in cash, pay for your home in cash. You shouldn't be paying for debt. And so I think there's a lot of people that have this idea that debt is bad and it should be avoided and you shouldn't be using debt. But I just want y'all to clear your minds of this story, of this preconceived notion about debt, because there are even some circumstances where even credit card debt can be an amazing financial decision for you. So you don't want to go in with a preconceived notion or a preconceived bias that you shouldn't be using debt because there are actually amazing ways to use all different kinds of debt and you will miss so many opportunities if you're focused and locked in on this idea that debt is bad and you shouldn't have it and you shouldn't use it. So let's talk about the three main ways that you can use debt. The first way that I see people using debt is to solve for an under-earning issue. And what happens when you use debt this way is when you are not making enough money to cover your immediate lifestyle needs. And what I mean by your immediate lifestyle needs is not the luxuries that you want to spend money on, but it's the essentials like putting gas in your car so that you can get to work or feeding your family or yourself or paying your cell phone bill or your electric bill. I'm talking about not making enough money to pay for the essentials of your life. If you notice yourself as someone who is not making enough money to pay for your life, then using debt as a bridge for you to support yourself while you are increasing your income can honestly be a great way to use debt. And I am not one to shame this way of using debt. There's certainly reason for you to work on increasing your income because that can only keep you afloat for so long. But there have absolutely been times of my life where I have not had a job or have been in a very low paying job that I had to use debt to survive. And I am so thankful for that debt. So using debt this way can be a short-term solution to keeping you afloat. Just remember, everything that you borrow is money that you will eventually pay back at a time when your income is a lot higher. The second way to use debt is overspending. And this is exactly what it sounds like. This is when you are using debt to buy things that you want today, whether it is using your credit card to pay for a vacation or to buy clothes or to buy something around your house. And when I say using your credit card, I don't mean using your credit card and then paying it off at the end of the month. That is not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about using your credit card when you don't actually have the money in cash to pay for these things that you're buying for yourself. A great way to know if you're an overspender is literally just to look around your house. If you find that you have more things than you actually have money in your bank account, 
then that can be a great indication that you are an overspender. And when you're an overspender, it's not that you're using debt to buy the essentials of your life. That would put you in the under earner category. It's that you are using debt to buy things that often provide you some kind of emotional return. They give you some kind of short-term dopamine hit that you are chasing today. This is not using money to invest in things. This is using money to buy things or experiences that make you feel good in the moment. Now, this tends to be the number one reason that people regret using debt because they start to look back and they start to look at all of the reasons why they've actually used their credit cards and all the things that they've actually bought and they realize all that they were chasing was an emotion, a way to feel about themselves or a way to feel in general through purchasing things. If you notice you're an overspender, that you tend to use debt to feel good through trying to buy things, the first step is just to notice if that is happening for you in your life. You can actually start to check in with yourself. You can ask yourself, am I borrowing money to buy something today just to get that dopamine hit to feel good? Or am I buying this because I know it's essential to my life and it's a great investment for me? The third way to use debt is through strategic leverage. And this, my friend, is the rich people way to use debt. Strategic leverage is when you borrow money and you use that money to either buy something or to invest in something that's going to get you a higher return than the cost of borrowing money in the first place. So remember, I told you whenever you borrow money, whether it's from a bank, whether it's from a friend, whether it's from your mom, there's traditionally a cost associated with it. And that cost is called your interest rate. So what happens with strategic leverage is that you are able to get a higher return on the money that you actually have borrowed through the investment that you make. So let me give you a good example of this. Kim K, I recently saw two months ago, got a mortgage for $48.5 million. Now, why would someone like Kim K take out a mortgage for $48.5 million when she's a billionaire, when she could very easily just pay for this investment in cash? And the reason why is because lover or hater, Kim K is a phenomenal businesswoman and she understands strategic leverage. So Kim K has $48.5 million and she could do a few things with it. She could either use it to go ahead and pay off her house or she could use it to invest in her businesses, to get more inventory for her retail line or for her makeup line. And the return that she will get when she uses that $48.5 million in her business is likely going to be much higher than the return that she will get if she goes ahead and buys that house in cash, which let's say a mortgage, for example, that she wants to take out on this $48.5 million home is 6%. If Kim K could take that $48.5 million and make 20% in her businesses, then it would make sense for her to borrow money at 6% and use her own money to invest in a higher return. So this is exactly what you are doing when you are using debt for strategic leverage. And no matter if you're in the under-earning phase of using debt or you're an overspender, you can still start to think about debt this way. You can think about what is the cost of the money that I'm borrowing and what is the return that I am getting on the places that I'm actually using this money for. 
Strategic Leverage has been a major player in my wealth building journey, and it is primarily what is responsible for growing my net worth so quickly. So I've told you all this many times, but seven, eight years ago now, actually, I was in credit card debt. I had student loan debt. I had a negative net worth. And today, only eight years later, I have a seven-figure net worth, and it is because of strategic leverage. I ended up borrowing about a million dollars for mortgages over the past five years, which has created a much higher return for me than the cost of the mortgage itself. When it comes to strategic leverage and how you can borrow money to actually invest to get a higher return, there are three main asset classes that you can invest in. You can invest in the stock market, you can invest in real estate, or you can invest in business. And so whenever you're looking at, okay, what are some things that I could borrow money to invest in? These are the three main places that you look. And you have to remember, although we've boiled down these asset classes into three main places, real estate, stock market, and business, I do not want you to feel limited by this because the options truly are limited within each of these categories. I have some really fun ways that I have invested money in some of my businesses. Like for example, I invested $20,000 in alpacas and llamas this year. And people have asked me, why are you spending so much money on this livestock? And there are really two main reasons for me. Number one is I get an ag exemption on my land. And number two, because I have Airbnbs on my property, one of the main draws to get people here are my animals. So there are so many interesting, fun, unique, and creative ways that you can actually borrow money to invest to get a return. But you have to be willing to be open to them and you have to be willing to actually look for them instead of consistently telling yourself that debt is not a tool that you should be using. Because if I were to try to save my way to a million dollars to invest in my rental properties, or in the land that I have, or in the animals that I have, I would still be saving. I would not be nearly as far along. But because I have borrowed money in order to get these investments going, I've been able to get in and start to experience the return a lot faster. One of the other places that I love to invest money is in myself. I always believe that my brain is my moneymaker. And in order for me to make more money and make great financial decisions, I need to be investing in my brain, in my education. So I've invested a lot in myself, in coaching certifications, in business. And so I just want to encourage you as well not to count yourself out as an investment. As a matter of fact, I always tell myself I am always my highest returning investment. I get better returns than the stock market my real estate investment assets, my animals, all of the different places that I invest my money, I always believe that I am my highest returning asset. So there have been times where I have borrowed money to get different certifications or educations just so that I can excel my money-making capacity. So here's a quick overview. There are three main ways to use debt. You can use it for under-earning, for overspending, or strategic leverage. And the main thing that I want all of you to take away from this video is debt is not bad. Debt is not good. Debt is simply a tool that you can use to borrow money, to invest in things, to get a higher return. And once you start to think in that framework, you're going to find yourself making these micro-adjustments 
to the ways that you choose to use debt by thinking like an investor, by thinking more strategically about how you can use your money in a way that's going to get you the highest return in your life. This is something that I teach in the Holistic Money Program, where I help you really understand the mindset to be most successful with your money and the actual financial strategies to bring your financial goals to life in a way that is smart and practical and strategic for you. If you haven't already, go check out the Holistic Money Program. It is opening for enrollment again at the end of June. You can go to www.holisticmoneycourse.com. If you found this episode useful, please leave me a review. I would love to hear from you. What did you like about this episode? I love hearing from you all. And if you have a friend that you think could also benefit from this information, go ahead and send them this episode. All right, y'all. I hope you have a great week. I will see you in the next episode. Have you ever built a budget, but within weeks felt exhausted by the spreadsheets, the upkeep, or the restrictive spending categories? If so, you are not alone. Budgeting has never worked for me, so I created a new way, money mapping. Money mapping has all of the things you need to be successful in your wealth building journey. It's simple, organized, and automated, but most importantly, it offers a completely new way to relate to money and manage it in your life. If you're ready to kick off your no budget strategy for building wealth, sign up for my free money map training at www.holistic-money.com forward slash money map. Here's to building wealth with ease.